welcome to the Teenage Daydream Podcast. I'm Jet. And I'm Jen. We are more than halfway through season three of One Tree Hill. How did that happen? I don't know, because season two took forever. Yeah, it really did. And season three is just, like, burning through. Yeah, this is true. So, episode 13, The Wind That Blew My Heart Away. It's a fruit rat song. Okay, sure, fine, whatever. I don't even know about this episode. (laughs) Listen, I do remember this episode because I feel like I rewatched this episode more than once because I thought that Nathan and Haley were so cute in it. Yes. Agree. (laughs) But some of the other stuff. Oh, I agree. I agree. As we talk, everyone will learn. (laughs) I rage. (laughs) But we begin with a storm. Like we just get like storm footage basically then luke is coming into brooke brooke's apartment soaking wet like he's coming in from the rain and brooke like is in an apron and she's cooking dinner she (laughs) wants her next letter so he gives it to her she's reading it while he's like trying to dry off or whatever yeah and at first she's like super into it she's like oh 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 and then you can see like her something changes changes well, yeah, because it was at first she was like, "Oh, like so sweet," and then "Ooh, naughty," and then just like her face drops. Yeah, and you're like, oh. "Before we can find out why, the fire alarm goes off because yes. whatever she's had in the oven is apparently on fire." Yeah. <laughs> the oven is it smoking. Is smoking. <laughs> <laughs> so Lucas is trying to take care of that, and then we just still see Brooke's face looking real upset. Yes. Um. Peyton gets home. Ellie's like crying in the bathroom, her ensuite bathroom. Listen, I don't understand. It's fine, whatever. She's all like, the record's done, so now I have to go because there's no reason for me to stay. I'm like, I mean, this is like your daughter. Like, that's a reason to stay. But okay, whatever. I I guess this was the deal you made, so sure. (laughs) I just like, there's, we're supposed to feel things. And I feel the opposite. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. And when we get Listen, to the end I of this very episode, conflicting feelings at ugh. certain parts of this episode because, on paper, mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff with Ellie should work, mm-hmm. but it simply doesn't for me. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell if it's just because everything that Ellie has done up until this point is to me just too far beyond. Yeah for me to care anymore yeah because like right at the end you're supposed to care but i was filled with rage same same anyways so yeah i have we to go get more into that yeah i have things that i can't do here okay yeah whatever ellie i also have questions about that but again we'll get to that oh end. i have questions for the end yeah <laughs> there's gonna be a discussion <laughs> Anyway, before that can happen, <laughs> Mouth goes over to Rachel's house because she's invited him over to watch a movie. He's got yes. the DVD with him. <laughs> Apparently she has a mini fridge with beers because nobody <laughs> in Tree Hill has parents. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, anyway, there's a really funny moment where Mouth is like trying to take like a subtle selfie with his like ancient phone. Yeah. Um, with like Rachel in the background to like prove that he's 
in her bedroom and like mm-hmm. hanging out with her. <laughs> so she just finds it adorable and she's like, let's get a better one. And they like jump on the bed and take like a proper selfie. And by a proper selfie, I mean the most proper selfie you could take with a phone from 2005. <laughs> well, I feel like his wasn't even like a flip phone. It was like one of the, what did they call it? Like a candy bar, like a brick. Yeah, like the Nokia bricks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Anyway. Yes. Well, At okay. cafe. Yes. What? No, I was just going to say, so, like, the way that this keeps going is that we keep getting set up with different couples. Yes, correct. That then are going to ride out the storm. Yes. The only one that's not, like, actually coupley. I mean, I guess Moth and Rachel are, like, only kind duos, of coupley. Or at the very least, I will say then duos. Because obviously, like, yes. Peyton and Ellie aren't a couple couple. But, people... but everyone else is. To two people in a relationship of some kind. Yes. Um, so yes, we go to the cafe. Yeah. The ceiling is leaking. Yes. Karen makes a crack about how she never should have let um, Haley and Lucas <laughs> build a golf course up there. <laughs> Which I thought was really funny. Yeah. Um, Keith is there with her, so they're just like trying to catch all the water in buckets. Yeah. Um... I can't even really remember what happens in the scene. I think she tells Keith that she told Lucas to spend the night at Brooks. I think that, and... does that happen here or does that happen later? Oh, maybe I can't that happens remember. later. I think it happens later. Okay. Well then. Either way, it's just they're having a thing, they talk yep. about their history and they kiss. Yes. Right, right. Yep. <laughs> Haley arrives at Nathan's. <laughs> which like I guess he lives in that big old house by himself now. I guess. Because, like, Deb's not there, and he absolutely changed the lock so Dan can't get in. Yeah. So, I guess Dan's living at the beach house? Yeah, I, I assume so. And, obviously, it's, like, a super epic storm, because Nathan is like, what are you doing? Like, the roads are closed. Like, oh. But at this point, we've seen everybody travel. Peyton was coming from somewhere. Lucas was coming from somewhere. Mouse was coming from somewhere. Yeah. Well, and somebody <laughs> at some point says something about a hurricane. But I wasn't under the impression that that's what was happening here. I no, it was just, it was just later. Storm. Mouth says something like, at the very least, I know from like hurricane protocol, you know, you're supposed to like oh, stay okay, where you okay. are. They don't, yeah, they don't, he doesn't say that it's a hurricane. It's just more the like, right, because like, they do know hurricane yes, rules kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> so she arrives and she's like, I've decided to go to Duke. And it's really funny. She's, like, all cute about it. And she's like, you should go to Duke. They have a great basketball program. And then she, like, can't pronounce the coach's name. She's like... (laughs) Well, it's because it's Coach K. And, like, it's spelled with a K, but it does not pronounce with a K. Right. (laughs) And I was laughing so hard because as soon as she said that, she was like, Coach. And I was like, oh, my God, she's talking about Coach K, who was, like, one of, like, the the most prolific, like, college basketball coach in the history of life. Like, it's one of those things where if you... If you've ever like watched college basketball whether you've watched duke or not like you just know coach k okay like it's actually like she doesn't she's not even understanding like the right. epicness of this right but yes i just laughed so hard anyway it was really cute because yeah. nathan th- thought she was really cute but then he's all like i don't want you to go to duke and she's like what the hell nathan and she gets real mad about she it freaks out so hard <laughs> of course like, you don't I'm want so me to stop about the birth control thing <laughs> Yeah, you just keep pulling the rug out from me and every time that we try. No, 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 no. <laughs> Which is when he, of course, is like, because I'm going to Stanford. Na, na. And then the lights go out. Yeah. Blackout time. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I mean, naturally. 
<laughs> so we go back to Mouth and Rachel. Um, no. <laughs> where he's trying to kiss her. And she's like, whoa, ballsy. <laughs> and he's like, you invited me over in your room. We're watching movies on your bed and you turn the lights out. And she's like, I did not do that. It's a blackout. <laughs> and then he's like, okay. <laughs> Please don't laugh at me. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, Brooke is still pissed. P.O.'d. She's yeah, trying she's... to find a flashlight. Yeah. <laughs> and Lucas, of course, is just like being oblivious because he's oblivious. He's I an mean, idiot. she also hasn't told him yet, but at the same time, he's just not even like cluing into the fact that like she is wildly upset. <laughs> right? Like, I just. <laughs> I don't understand how he can be so unaware. Well, and then because, obviously, to, like, build the tension, he's like, we should call Peyton. Like, I know Ellie's supposed to be there, but, like, I'm worried about her. And Brooke's like, of course you are. Of course you are. Awkward. Yep. (laughs) So then she finds the flashlight and immediately smacks him in the chest with it. Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, this this is what it takes for him to realize that something's wrong. Mm -hmm. So... But anyway, <laughs> and then oh my God, Dan. <laughs> so we get a scene where Dan's in the, in the mayor's office, and it's like blackout situation, and someone's telling him about how like they're not going to be able to get the power back on for, I don't know, a couple hours, hours or something. <laughs> and Dan's like, so the whole city is dark. <laughs> Well, he's like looking, looking out the window. Looking out the window in the storm, and there's like yeah. lightning. <laughs> and like, and like, you know, the guy or whatever. He's like, yeah, it's gonna take. You know, power company says a couple hours. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this weirdo creeper! Like, what? it's so funny because it's like, <laughs> like, who's he doing this for? I don't know himself. Like. Well, yeah. Which which tracks. I mean, I do find it highly entertaining. Like, I know part of it is just that it's, you know, like a, kind of a soapy melodrama. Um, <laughs> but I like to also believe that Dan is just extremely dramatic for his own sake. Oh, yeah. You know, like he's just constantly putting on a performance, even if it's only for himself. Yeah, like just in case. Yeah. So, just in case someone is like him and always lurking around and creeping and watching. Absolutely. <laughs> So then we go to Peyton and Ellie. They're lighting candles. Ellie's like, are you prepared for this? Like, an excellent question, to be honest. Like, at least somebody cares about whether or not these lonely teenagers can take care of themselves in a blackout. (laughs) It's fine. Um, Peyton's like, oh, yeah, perfect. I've got this. She's got this, like, massive industrial, like, heavy-duty flashlight. Well, it looks like it's kind of like flat, like half flashlight, half radio, half transit. Like, yeah, it looks like the kind of thing that her dad would take with him when he's like out in the middle of the ocean. That's like waterproof and yeah, like has satellite capabilities. Yeah, <laughs> and, mm-hmm. yeah. but it was what she got for her thirteenth birthday. Yes, because her dad just knows nothing apparently. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, doesn't work because it's batteries are dead so Ellie decides she'll stay one more night yes (sighs) 
Nathan and Haley are getting snacks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're so cute. Yeah, because it's all just Nathan's making jokes about how it's like, put in, no G, and like, Captain, you know, like everything. Yeah. Nothing's like a full word, and they're just getting their snacks. Yeah. (laughs) And then we see Dan (laughs) breaking into somewhere. Oh, my God. But, like, just, like, smashing out, like, the biggest window. Oh, yeah. Like, just fully smashing that window. (laughs) I was like, there had to have been, like, some sort of easier, different option. Like, Dan, learn how to pick a lock, even. Jesus. Well, because that's just it, right? Like, there's no... No matter what he's doing, wherever he is, like, after the storm, that person is going to come home and, like, see that someone very clearly broke it. (laughs) Right. And, like, he could have even been smart about it. Like, it's in the middle of a storm. You could have at least grabbed a branch and, like... Yes. Thrown it through the window so it looked like a branch broke the window. Anyway, maybe that's what... Maybe that's what'll happen later. (laughs) Oh, man. We, we figure out that it is Keith's, though, because he makes some crack about... Yeah. Again, all on his own, for whose benefit? His own. <laughs> like, no one's... He- Keith can't hear you. Literally you, no one's You there. don't have to insult Keith when no one's around to hear it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, We go back to Mouth and Rachel. And he's, like, apologizing for kissing her. Hmm. And then she's trying to, like, I don't know, give him advice on how to get girls. But her advice is being a little mean to them. Yeah, like, what it was... I feel like it's been on other shows where, you know, you have to, like, throw them a neg. You know, like, you have to yeah. say, like, find that one thing and, like... What does she say? Because she even says, like, pick out one flaw and blow it out of proportion. And you're like, what? And you're like, Rachel, this is terrible advice. Terrible. Like... Do it. To give Mouth kudos, he's like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, then he's trying to, like, practice on her. He says yeah. something about, uh, your, your neck's really long. Oh, no, but it looks good. It's good. It's perfect. It's good. <laughs> Just, like, oh, As God. though having a long neck was, like, a weird yeah. insult to begin with. It was just a whole thing. Yeah. It was just a whole thing. Yeah. Then we go back to Brooke and Lucas. Mm. Brooke is still upset, obviously. Yes. Lucas was outside doing something. Something, yeah. Unclear what. Oh no, because he, he said something about like he was all the wood was wet because he was gonna try and figure out how to start a fire. But like, does she have a fireplace in that place? But also, what did you think was gonna happen to that wood? I know. I was very confused by that whole. Unless thing. it's really well covered, like <clears throat> this is not a light rain. This yeah. is like torrential downpour Mm -hmm. anyway whatever you know (laughs) i guess they do have a fireplace because she ends up saying something about wanting to burn the letter but i never noticed a fireplace before me neither i'm gonna we're gonna have to investigate this the next time we see the interior of this apartment you know what now i'm thinking of it it's like Okay, because you know when you, like, walk in the door? Yes. And, like, the kitchen is sort of angled to the right? Yeah. And then the living room is to the left? Yes. Was it, like, directly to the right? I think so. Because it wasn't that word. I'm only remembering that from when Nathan first moved in. And, well, I was remembering from when he'd had the picture up there and her keyboard, he, like, threw and smashed everything. Right. You're right. It might, but then that's, like, such a weird spot because there's no chair. Like, anyway. 
<laughs> but it is definitely like not in the main living room area. No. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, she wants to burn the letter, and he's like, "What the hell, man?" And she's like, "Skip to the last line." So he reads it, and I can't even remember exactly what it says. Something about like, "You're mine forever." Or... You're my forever. Which apparently is the same thing he wrote to Peyton. Mm -hmm. So she storms out, like, into the storm. Yeah, she leaves. Yep. He follows her. And is not very effective in trying to... (laughs) He calls her psychotic at one point. Yeah. Yeah, that was in the next... Was that in the next one? I can't remember. Oh, I don't know. But he definitely calls her... He, like, legit just... Flat out calls her psychotic at one point. You know, like, cool way to let your girlfriend know that everything is fine. Yeah. Well done. Good job, Lucas. Nothing like being called crazy when you're just trying to have emotions. And when she's perfectly within her right to have this reaction to something in a letter that he also wrote to Peyton. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. Speaking of Peyton, her and Ellie are going through her records. They're just talking about music, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Ellie asks for her saddest song, and Peyton says it's Celebration by Cool and the Gang because it was playing when her mom died. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's sad. Because Ellie's like, um, how is that your saddest song? Awkward. And then Peyton wants to know the happiest song. So Ellie says, here comes the regular by the replacements, yeah. which is relevant later. Yes. Oh, and then also she tells her the whole story about how she went to go see the concert and it got rained out. And yeah, they the played guy, the song and yeah, he played the song on an like, acoustic. Yeah. 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 It was a whole thing. It was a big storm. 30,000 people acoustic song. Again, sounds cool. We're right. supposed to care. Right. I'm trying so hard, uh-huh. but I don't. And again, like in in a different scenario, mm-hmm. I probably would like this. Mm-hmm. But I simply do not care. Yep. Yeah. At least then we go from that to Nathan and Haley just being like being the most freaking cute, adorable ever. <laughs> so they're just like finishing up eating their cereal. Yeah. And he says something about her, how he remembers that she wore her hair that day, the first day that she tutored him, because mm-hmm. he just apparently remembers everything. Yeah. It's so cute. I mean, I, hilarious that he brings up her ugly poncho. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then even she's like, yeah, I know, I know that Poncho, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but then he, like, goes through everything she's currently wearing and, like, yeah, where else she's been wearing it. And yeah. I was like, what? I know. <sighs> They're cute. Yeah. I love them. Mm-hmm. And then we have more memories. Yeah. We go to the cafe. (laughs) Karen is sad because her first dollar that she ever made at the store that she had framed has been ruined. 
by the leakage. <laughs> yeah, but no one seems to be that concerned about how much the cafe is leaking. <laughs> right? <laughs> there are like buckets of water. <laughs> and like, it's not like, it's not even like a, like a, a little like drip every once in a while. It's yeah, no. like, it's like pouring out. It's like, From like girl, you're going to need a new ceiling. <laughs> You're going to have to get all of that ripped out and replaced, get a new roof. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be very expensive. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. <laughs> she's more sad about this dollar bill. Yeah. But it's because it was also from Keith. Yeah. He was there to buy the first cup of coffee. Yep. When everyone else, like, you know, thought she was crazy for doing it. Because, like, Lucas was a baby and she was a single mom. Mm-hmm. And then they kiss more. Yeah. <sighs> At least we finally uh, know when that thing happens. <laughs> this episode. <Yes>. Correct. <laughs> yep. Leads to the future. Yep. We go back to Dan in Keith's place. <laughs> he finds a picture of what is presumably him and Keith when they're kids. Yeah. Which is then confirmed by a flashback. Um, it's like the randomest flashback of life. <laughs> it really, really is. Because it's just like little Dan. It's like when they're little kids and Dan's scared of the storm and he's like calling for Keith and Keith comes in. Yeah. And he's like, it's fine. It's just a storm. And he like gives him the same picture to be like, here, hold on to this. Like, it'll keep you safe. Yeah. And then I had flashbacks to every flashback they ever did on Supernatural. <laughs> because <laughs> that was like the most Dean and Sam flashback I've ever seen in my entire life <laughs> but then Dan of course like completely takes it apart because he had like knocked it over so I guess like yeah. was, the frame was slightly broken yeah and, and the, a... the glass had broken so yeah. it was out and the picture was falling out and there's a key behind it oh <laughs> which I, I also have thoughts on later yeah I have questions <laughs> about this later too <laughs> oh. namely don't get a safe deposit box in tree hill mm, yeah <laughs> anyway lucas and is still chasing brooke through the rain yeah and then he's like oh you're sabotaging us so that you don't have to get hurt again and i'm like would you blame her if that's what she was doing though because like yeah you know <sighs> well and then it, i don't know it's some kind of something about like it meant something, like... Well, yeah, because he's like, I never sent that letter. And she's like, I never sent any of your letters either. It still meant something. Yeah, all the letters that Brooke wrote. Yeah, like, it's still... 100%. As someone who has sent a letter that was not read, it still mattered. Uh, at the time. Right. Not anymore. Um, but then, <laughs> they have there's, like, a quick, like, joke. Because he's like, I don't want to talk bad about Peyton. And she's like, no, it's okay. Because like, yeah. he's like, I like, she's my friend. She's your best friend. And she's like, no, no, it's okay. You can talk bad about Peyton. Yeah, she's like, so oh, funny. Because <laughs> oh, then she just keeps understanding. He's just like, but like, why? Like, what's the difference? And he's like, I love you. She's like, but like, why? But why? Like, why me? And then he like goes on to like list reasons that again, we're supposed to care about. Right. Oh, the way you like kink your eyebrow and the way that you quote these things even though I never see you read a book and then the way you do this and the da 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 and it's all good things and it's that yeah, it moment is actually. in the rain where you're like oh my god yeah. like, but it's, I'm just like nope 
Like, again, if this were Haley and Nathan, I'd be like, oh. absolutely on board. 100%. Yeah. I'm here for this. Sold. But because it's Lucas, I'm just irritated. <laughs> oh, also, yeah. again, I like part of it is just that I find him very annoying. Yeah. But I think the other part of it is knowing the like end game of how this plays out. I'm just like, I can't take you seriously. <laughs> well, and, uh, especially for me, because like, I know where we end up, but I do not remember what happens here and how we get there. Besides from, like, well, I have some, one kind I have of, like... some thoughts in this episode, too, about that. Yeah, there's just... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that thing that that other person says? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have that question, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. We end up back with Rachel and Mouth. Uh, and sort of in the same line, Mouth is now asking Rachel, like, why, are you, why do we have a friendship? Like, why are you friends yeah. with me? Um, like, are you just trying to make Brooke jealous? Valid question. Fully valid question. Because I also wondered, like, what Rachel's doing here. Yeah, right? And I can't remember what her reply was, to be honest. Well, she first she says something about, like, how she doesn't need Mouth to make Brooke jealous. Um, but then, like, was there something else? Like, Yeah, there was, but I don't remember what it was either. <laughs> I clearly didn't write it down. <laughs> like, I think she tries to say something about how, like, I don't know. I don't even know. Clearly, it was very memorable. (laughs) (laughs) I watched this today. Same. (laughs) (sighs) Then we go back to Peyton and Ellie. Oh, God. And again, (laughs) we're supposed to care. Mm -hmm. Because, like, Peyton's just, like, all serious. And she's, like, crying. And just, like, I just want you. Like, why are you talking about your cancer? Like, we need to talk about this. And, like... Ellie even goes into this thing about how, like, every song ends and it has a coda and a thing. And, like, you still listen to the music even though it ends. And it's, like, actually, like, all of that mumbo-jumbo metaphor whatever talk is really good. Like I was going to say, I was really confused <laughs> here because I was like, oh, that's actually, no, that's good. I like that. <laughs> I love that Peyton's thing is music and it's such a thing and the art and all the, like, creativity behind it. And, like, all the, yep. but then I'm just like, hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Ellie goes on about her, like, you know, you have to stop hiding, like, behind your art and your sadness. Like, you're going to miss out on things. Like, you can't be afraid. Like, you have to go out and live. And you're just like, again, yes, absolutely. But I'm just like, yeah. Right. <laughs> this is what I mean. On paper, all of this is really good. So good. <sighs> I just don't care. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we go back to Nathan and Haley. They're just laying by the fire. (laughs) Um, Because that place does have a fireplace for sure. (laughs) Anyway, they're really cute. She makes some crack about how she feels like she has to be cute 24-7 now because Nathan's going to remember it forever. But then she's like, we need to talk about her issues. Like, we said we were going to do this. Like, yeah. let's do that. And so she asks him, like, why he asked Chris to help with her music. And he's like, because you love it. And, I like, I wanted to fix what had been screwed up. Yeah. Um, well, and then, finally, they're talking about it. And he says something about how it didn't have to be either or with him going to basketball camp to yeah. High Flyers. Yeah, once he realized. To... Yeah. 
And I was like, yeah, man, I was saying that this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Come on, guys. Yep. Get your shit together. You know what? They've learned their lesson. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, Haley's all sad. Cause she's like, I know yeah. that you're not proud of, like, what I did on tour. So, like, I don't really have good memories. And he's like, what? That's not true. And then, obviously, he runs out into the rain. Because at this point, everyone needs to be dry. in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> but he, like, has, like, a box of, like, newspaper clippings yeah. in his car. Because he, like, saved everything from her. And, of course, they're, like, blowing around in the storm. Yes. So then Haley runs out. And then they're, like, kissing in the rain. And then they're, like, making out on the car. And it's all, like, yay. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we get a montage of all of the kissing. Yes. So <laughs> Nathan and Haley, Brooke and Lucas, and um, Keith and Karen. Yeah. And, yeah. like, Nathan and Haley are kissing. Brooke and yes. Lucas are, like, under blankets without tops on kissing. Yes. And then Keith and Karen at this point, are they just kissing? I don't recall. I can't remember. I think it's, I think at this point they're just kissing and yeah, it's I later so that we see a little something else. And then it comes back to, like, Nathan and Haley again, like, kissing on the car. Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> dudes, go inside. You've got a nice fire going. Right. And then we see Peyton and Ellie. I assumed oh, right. that Ellie was, like, taking them out to, like, run around in the rain, which I'm all for. That's what I assumed! But they're driving the car. What is the car? Mm-hmm. Is it a galaxy? No. Yes? Whatever it is. Uh, Whatever. Comet, I think? Comet. That's right. Peyton's Comet, with the top down. Yeah. In a Just totally torrential rainstorm. <laughs> like, it has to be leather interiors, no? Absolutely. And even if it's not, at the very least, we're collecting buckets of water in this car. Right? Like, this cannot be good for the car. <laughs> I was so just like, what are you doing to this vehicle? <laughs> like, she's going to have to bring that to Lucas again, and he's going to be like, what the hell did you do to this yeah. car? <laughs> right? Anyway. anyway. They could have they just gone and run around in the rain, and that would have been fine. They could have jumped in some puddles, like... Come on, Even man, if they, like, right there. Jumped in puddles and then, like, got in the car and drove around with the top up. Right. Like, yeah. I'm all for the rain dancing, but. Yeah. Not for the. No. Like, nowadays, first, like, we'd all take our phones out of our pockets and leave them inside first. Like, right. we would, you need to be at least a little smart about it and not just, like, fill your car with water. Right. Because, again, it's not just a light drizzle. Like, no. buckets of water are falling from this the sky. This is, yeah, like. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. We okay. go back to Mouth and Rachel. Yeah. Yeah. Mouth dropping some truth reality bombs. Yeah. In well, because way. she's all like, oh, we should make out now. Yeah. He laughs at her at first, and she's like, no, I'm serious. And he's like, no. No. <laughs> When I just like, because he had said, like, everything's easier in the dark. Yeah. And he's like, Ain't that the truth? He's like, as soon as the light comes on, we both go back to, like, who we really are. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, oh, that's right. Yep. She's like, cool kid. He's not. Mm -hmm. That stuff totally, like, matters and makes a difference. And that's just it, right? They're alone in the dark. Yep. So they can be whoever. 
but like walking down the hallway of class like mm-hmm. of school like no although well yeah but not making it <laughs> no true <laughs> well and he says too like kissing her will mean something to him and he'll want to do it again so, and you're not gonna want to do that so no oh yeah and the, but he says like the day that you wake up and you want to yes call me <laughs> and then the lights come back on and he's yeah. like oh. that's my cue to leave yeah <laughs> <laughs> see you later rachel yes. <laughs> Oh, this is then when we see Keith and Karen. Who apparently just toss their clothes all over the cafe. All over the cafe, which is, like, at least 50% windows. Yes, lights on. Lights on. On the couch couch. that the customers sit on. Yep, I actually have in my notes, customers sit on that couch. Under a blanket, thankfully, but that's it. Customers sit on that couch. Yeah. Yeah. Like, listen, we had a couch in the student lounge. (laughs) <laughs> university that absolutely had a number of questionable stains <laughs> and people avoided sitting on it yeah yeah so anyway and they say like i love you or whatever so yeah like, i mean it's great. very cute no it is very cute but i was but like then... guys people can see you well because then it pans and it has one of the like through the window shots of them like on the couch and i was like oh my god is dan gonna be out there like creeping because this would be (laughs) this would be exactly what he would be doing right now standing in the rain watching his brother have sex in the cafe oh god that would have been so awful i guess they were like no we can't do that yeah that's terrible thankfully because then it does cut to dan but he is in his office he is not no, yeah, he's in his office because the power is back on. And yeah. I mean, I suppose in Keith and Karen's defense, the lights were out when they started and the lights came back Fair. on once yes, they yes. were already naked. But like, yeah. guys, I know people can still see through those windows. Yeah. Just... <sighs> they were caught in the moment. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. They had things to do. Okay. Yeah. Dan is in his office. Yeah. Searching the public records database. Yes. For something to find out what information this... that i don't think you can find this was my question okay because i was like first i was like what the hell is he doing here like what could he <laughs> possibly be doing on a public records database looking up keith's name well, like, like public records would be if you owned property right That's absolutely a public record um maybe like arrest history or something like that but it yeah, shows I forget what else was on there but it shows like you know, whatever bank, and he has like bank account, savings account, safety deposit box number three hundred two or whatever. I'm like, that's not no, 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 no. Like, there's no way. That's the entire point of a safe deposit right. box. Like the literal point of a safe deposit box is that no one knows you have it, and, and even you the... are the only one that can access it, and no one knows what's in it. Yeah, cause like even the bank can't get into it. No. Aside from knowing, yeah, like, aside from knowing which one is yours, like, that's all they know. Right. And, like, that wouldn't be listed, even if it was public record. Okay, fine. He has a bank account. He has a safe deposit box. The, like, box number wouldn't be listed. No. Whatever. I get it. It's for what happens later. It's fine. Sketchy banking. Yeah. In Tree Hill. That's all I have to say. Growing up in Footloose, uh, we banked at one of the banks that not the, like, majority of the town banked at, and everyone always wondered, but it was because literally everybody knew your business if you banked at the main bank. Like, oh, 
Jen had to get a second mortgage. You know, like that kind of stuff. Oh my God. Yeah. I was like, yeah, no, we're not, no. <laughs> so like that absolutely is small town stuff. But again, I believe that. that's gossip and talking. That's not looking it up and being like, yeah, that's not accessing public yeah, records is to be one, like, two, oh. four, five, yeah. <laughs> like, like I'm just going to access public records and put in your name and be like, oh, she's got a safe deposit box. Not that I think you have a safe deposit box because yeah. like who has one of those, but <sighs> anyway, <laughs> we go back to Ellie and Peyton. Ellie's brushing Peyton's hair. <laughs> I get it. Okay. Like, I understand they're trying to be like a cute mother, daughter, whatever. But I just, first of all, no one brushes hair like that. Well, and also because like, she has short hair right now. So it was like a little even right. extra weird. Like, what is even the point? <laughs> I feel really mean about this, but I just don't care. I know. I know. I know. So this, this is when Peyton tells Ellie that there was a guy that she loved and let go and she's starting to think it was a big mistake but now it's too late and the only thing that makes sense is if she's talking about Lucas yep because Jake was a very special and specific situation mm-hmm. where it's not that she let him go it was that he had to leave yeah to keep himself and Jenny safe etc cetera, etc cetera. And I think they want you to think she's talking about Jake here. But we know better. Yeah. But I, I feel like even with this, it was purposely it was vague enough yes. so that yes. some people would be like, hmm. Absolutely. It's, yeah, it's left deliberately unspecific. Well, and then Ellie, of course, goes on about how like, oh, it's never too late. And you're like, uh-uh. Kind of is now. Uh-oh. Bad. Bad. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Cut to Haley and Nathan. Yes. Lying in bed. They also had a fun time. Yep. The post-coit. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> He's like got his eyes closed, looks like he's asleep, but he and Haley's like awake and clearly thinking about something and he tells her to stop worrying. <laughs> it's so cute because she's like, You can't even see me, your eyes are closed. And he's like, I don't need to see you to know yeah. what's going on with you. And I was like, You guys are so cute. <laughs> so she says something about how she doesn't want to wake up and have him not be there again. And he's like, I'm not going anywhere. And I was like, Yes. I love you. I know. They're so cute. <laughs> I'm obsessed with them. I know. Anyway. And then it's the morning. Yeah. And Ellie's leaving. Yep. And she's like, oh, you know, when you get the CD, like, we'll listen together. I can't contain the rage for mm-hmm. what happens later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But thankfully that's quick and then we go back to Haley. <gasps> Except she wakes up alone. <gasps> oh, no. Except she's not alone. Yeah. Nathan is hanging up all the newspaper clippings <laughs> to dry. So that she can have memories of the tour. Yeah. Mm. He's so adorable. I it's know. just like, who is this boy? I know. And I love that he's always wearing his ring on the necklace, which like, yeah. and, and not even in a like, oh, he should be wearing it on his hand, but like, no, it makes complete sense for a 17 mm-hmm. year old boy who plays basketball to just like always have it. Like, oh, I just yeah. love it. I love it. Yeah, me too. That's um, really cute. They're then, adorable. Of course, Haley's worried about, like, college, and he's like, no, like, we'll just, uh, we'll apply, we'll both apply to both. 
mm-hmm. and see what happens. Right. The logical solution, guys. Come on. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> they're they're so cute. Yeah. I'm obsessed with them. Yes. So then we time skip a couple days. Is it? Yeah, because when Rachel sees Mouth at school, she says oh, something right. about she hasn't You're seen right. him in a couple days. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if it was supposed to be, like, a Friday or something, and... Well, maybe, yeah. And it was, like, the weekend or whatever, but mm, anyway, yeah. they're at school now. Yeah. Uh, she just wants to make sure everything's cool. He He's, like, he's so good in this scene, because it's, like, he's, like, taking her advice, and he's, like, oh, yeah, girls are always trying to make out with me, like, don't even worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and by the way, like, that those sweatpants really make your ass look bad or whatever. Yeah. You're just, like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but then they're all, like, laughing and having fun, and Brooke sees them, and she's sad. Yeah. And Rachel, like, clearly gives her a look like, yeah, I'm doing this. I, again, I mean, as we've established, I've forgotten so much of the season, apparently. Mm-hmm. I didn't really remember all of this, like, Brooke, uh, Brooke Rachel Mouth weird friend triangle situation. I actually didn't realize that either. I had completely forgotten about yeah. that. Just because in my head, I'm like, it's always Brooke and Mouth. Yay. Yeah. As best friends, not other things. Yes. <sighs> <laughs> and then we get to this scene. Yep, we do. Ellie's in her house. Yep. And it gets all like weird, jumpy cutty. And she's like leaning against the door frame, like struggling because she's like all of a sudden, literally three days later, like went from looking totally alive to like on the verge of death because she's on the verge of death, whatever. Yeah. And she's like playing records and it. It's cutting back and forth between her, like, stumbling around and, like, sitting on the floor in her robe, and then the record being made, their their CD yeah, being the CD made. Being, yeah, And it keeps cutting back and forth of her, like, I guess, dying badly. Yes, correct. Acting-wise, badly. Uh, and then the CD, and then, like, Peyton gets the box of CDs, so you know she drives to Ellie's and goes in. Mm-hmm. And Ellie's just laying there dead. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Shout out to Hillary Burton Morgan. We get this epic theme. She drops the seas, the, the crying, the crying, the screaming, the, you know. Absolutely. Obviously, we are supposed to care about this moment. But all it did mm-hmm. was make me want to call Ellie very bad names. Mm-hmm. Because she knew mm-hmm. Peyton would be coming. Mm-hmm. Like, from... it's not like it's not like Peyton hasn't shown up unannounced before. Who did you think was going to find you there? Well, and that's just it, right? Like, they literally said, okay, when the CD's ready, like, we're going to listen together. So you knew she was coming. Right. Also, based off of everyone that I know who's died from cancer and, like, you know, got to the point where it was yeah. like, okay, we're not doing anything. We're just going to, you know, ride it out. You don't just hang out in your house alone to then die and hopefully be found by someone at some point? So here was my question. Here's one of my questions. Did she do this to herself? I also have that. Which, like, absolutely a possibility. Because that makes that scene makes way, make way more sense. I Otherwise, I'm it's... like, how did you know? Because she puts on that song specifically yes. that she told Peyton about. So, like, she knew that she was only going to be alive, like, the length of this song. 
that like, to me is just like okay so you've like i don't know taken a dose of something and you're on your way out but either way that's still a separate thing from someone's going to find you at some oh point. i agree or is it going to be three weeks later and you're going to be turned into an episode of bones and we have to figure out who it is oh <laughs> this is the thing in either scenario okay whether or not she knew that like she only had so much time yeah. left with the cancer that to me just makes no sense like yeah. truly because i agree she would have ended up in a hospital at the very least or like needing like someone would have been with you her you don't go that quickly with something like that you simply don't unless you're dying of like complications from like a stroke or something yeah like she's and yeah, you don't just sit at home like <sighs> knowing so... knowing that peyton would be there and this is the thing like she put on that song She's mm -hmm. looking at the picture of her holding baby Peyton. Like, yep. this is the end. Ellie knows it's the end. Do you not have a single friend that you could call and be like, hey, I'm about to drop dead. Please come get me before my daughter finds me. Well, that's just it. At this point, Ellie now also knows that Peyton was in the hospital when her mom died. Peyton has had everything bad happen. Peyton's sad. Peyton's sad. Peyton's sad. So now you've set it up. For her to come in and find yeah. your corpse. Right. So, like, we're supposed to be sad here. We are mm -hmm. supposed to mm -hmm. be. I want to be. Mm -hmm. But I was just. Oh, yeah. So angry. Yep. Same. I was like, wow, let's just dump some more trauma on this kid. Because she just doesn't like, have enough yet. This was a choice. Yeah. Like, you were like, okay, Peyton will find me. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, in, in either scenario, whether she mm -hmm. took something to get her done faster. Yeah. Which, like, you know what? Whatever. Yeah, that's no, absolutely. And I, and I, and I feel it. like she did. And, like, absolutely, that's Me fine. Me too, I get because, it. Totally. honestly, it's the only thing that makes sense for how that whole thing played out. Like, yeah. truly. Um, and I think maybe they just didn't say it because they probably couldn't. Yes. Also agreed. Um, but, like... You knew someone was going to find you. You knew someone was going to find you. Why would you not go through lengths to make sure that it wasn't Peyton? And Even if you didn't want to tell anyone you were doing it, you could be like, hey, friend, meet me for coffee tomorrow. Still a shitty thing to do for somebody, to somebody, but at least it's better than doing it to your teenage daughter. Who you just, like, who you purposely, like, threw her life into shambles. Right. Because you came out of nowhere. Right. But then also we're like, I'm dying, I have cancer, sorry. <laughs> when, like, if anything, you should have maybe just, like, not said anything ever. Right. And, like, I'm like, you just made it so much worse. So much worse. So much worse. It's actually so awful. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so then we go to school. And, like, Peyton's out of the locker and Brooke sees her. Brooke's walking with Lucas. So Brooke goes over to, like, give Peyton a hug. But then, obviously, like, Peyton's upset. Fair. Yep. And, like, Brooke motions for, like, Lucas to come over. So they all have, like, a triangle hug. And I'm just yep. like, oh, God. Yeah. This doesn't... Again, this is what should be happening. Yes, the best. they're all friends. Oh, but at the moment, you're like, oh. Mm -hmm. Triangle, 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 triangle. Yeah. And then we see Haley and Nathan filling out their applications, and they're both like, selecting married. 
Yes. Um, it's such a like strange tonal change from that yeah. scene to this one, but whatever, it's fine. <laughs> I know, because it's like, oh, sad, weird love triangle. Death, weirdness. Oh, look, yay, they're celebrating that they're married and marking that they're married on their college application. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we see Dan. Yeah, at the bank. So he's going into his safety deposit box. Yes. Wait. <laughs> Again, everything I know about safe deposit boxes is from TV. Okay, same. But from what I can glean, at the very least, like, the bank person would go and get it with you. Mm-hmm. And you would take it out and, mm-hmm. like, you go into, like, a special room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, A, first of all, I always thought that the bank had a key and you had a key and you needed both to open it. I feel like it depends on the bank. Okay, but fair I agree. enough. I think but it's, at the it's very some least, kind of, yeah. I don't think anyone is leaving anyone else alone in the room of safe deposit boxes. No, you definitely, like, go somewhere. Except she just, like, leaves him mm-hmm. so as he's, like, pretending to open his I suppose, box. I guess, like, what they're trying to do with this is, like, Dan's the mayor, so maybe they're... I not guess. being as strict on rules maybe but either way then he goes and like opens the, the other deposit deposit mm-hmm. box because at first i was like wait he can't just go in there. like why is she letting him just go in there like that's not it's not in his name or blood but it's he's faking them out yes that's what i thought at first too i was like what i know i was gonna i was having like major problems but now i just have like regular like, oh, problems he's pretending he's opening his own okay yeah fine uh and it ends up that keith has that ledger that shows that Dan was like laundering money or whatever the heck yeah, he was doing. Some shady business. With the money. Yeah. And then we get the scene that I'm supposed to care about. Uh-huh. Peyton is driving the car that is apparently dried out and perfectly fine. <laughs> and she goes to the place where that music festival was, mm-hmm. to the meadow, and spreads Ellie's ashes over that place because that Mm -hmm. was the place that like ellie was the most happy and again this is perfection right this is yes yeah she goes to the place she drives the car she spreads the ashes the music the thing she sits there she has a moment but no yeah (laughs) i know (laughs) i know (laughs) and that's how it ends that is how it ends. <laughs> That's the end of our episode. <sighs> I just don't know. Like, it was one of those, like, really good episodes with, like, uh-huh. really bad episodes. But, like, where do we go from here? But I kind of know where we go from here. But, like, it was setting stuff up and, like. Yeah, I actually really like this episode. But, yeah. like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Everything with Peyton is a lot. And yeah, there's a lot of little bits of setup things, so like... Yes. At least now we know where that other person ends up coming from. <laughs> that night yes. on the couch in the cafe. Yes. <laughs> so we didn't have anybody new. Nope. Um, there wasn't really anything super high schooly. No, like, other than Haley and Nathan filling out their college applications yeah. right at the very end. Like, that's basically it. Yeah, and they were, like, sitting in front of a thing that was, like, college information. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, clearly at the was, library like, blame, or yeah. whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
who did you have as most annoying? Uh, you know, I don't know. I couldn't decide. Because, <laughs> like, on the one hand, there's Lucas. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, there's Rachel. Mm-hmm. Who I don't always find super annoying, but, like, I just did find her kind of annoying in this episode. Um, but then there's also Ellie, which I feel a little bad about because, you know, she kicks the bucket at the end. <laughs> I had Ellie and I don't feel bad at all. <laughs> Lucas was being Lucas. Rachel was being Lucas, Rachel. Yeah, that's Dan true. was being Dan. Yeah. Ellie knew what she was doing. Yeah, it's true. And it's after true. every single conversation that she and Peyton have had since she came into Peyton's life mm-hmm. and like ruined everything. She knew yeah, that Peyton would be the one to find her. Yeah, it's really bad. It's really, really bad. Like, there's no way she didn't know that Peyton was going to find her. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? There's like, Good God. There's like the second of like Peyton coming into the house and it's sort of the angle. It looks really empty. And I was like, oh, maybe she died. And like, I'm assuming she has friends. They've cleared out the house. And like, it's just, she's just dead and gone. No, no. You see the like lifeless hand Mm -hmm. and that's when i was like no you made this choice to destroy peyton yep after you knew you knew so yep (laughs) sorry no pass no passes no free passes for the dead (laughs) fair enough fair enough (laughs) did you have a song of the episode i mean i know what it's supposed to be Okay, right. And this is where, once again, I was very conflicted. Because on the one hand, yes, Here Comes the Regular by the Replacements is a great song. Yep. Also, in any other scenario. (laughs) Like, even this whole whole scene. Yeah. In a different context. I would have been like, yeah, that's great. Yes. It would have had emotional impact. Yeah. But, like, I just... If, if Ellie had just gone home and been like, you know what, I feel kind of okay. And then Alison was like, eh, eh, uh, uh, dies. Fine. Yeah, that also Peyton finds better. her. Yeah. Okay. The song, yes. Epic set. Amazing. But no. Whether she helped herself along or not, at that point, mm-hmm. she chose. Yep. Oh, she knew what she was doing. Yeah. She was there to die. Like... And that's it. And that's like, it's supposed to be that song because we get the whole story. We get the end where she drives out to the place and like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but also I'm just like mad. <laughs> right. I'm just mad at the song. <laughs> so then we also get the world spins madly on by mm-hmm. the weepies at the end. Yeah. Um, so shout out to that. Yeah. So yeah Most hilarious like... song moment was when they played the Missing You cover by Tyler Hilton while Nathan and Haley were talking about her music career. Yeah. Because I was like, hold the phone. (laughs) Yeah. Is this Chris Keller? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And I mean, it's not actually, but it is. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. Agreed. Uh, Did you have a quote of the episode? (sighs) See, again, I do. But I'm very (laughs) conflicted about it. Because Ah. it's Ellie's quote. But it's just, it was good. Yeah. It's the one about that every song has a coda, a final movement. Whether it fades out or crashes away, every song ends. Is that any reason not to enjoy the music? Yeah. 
It's good. It's really it's good. good. Unfortunately, yeah. okay. Like I'm so annoyed about it, but yeah. like I think that has to be the quote of the episode for me. <laughs> Did you have a different one? Yeah, I had Keith. So when Keith and Karen were talking about how he came and like did the first dollar and whatever, um, because he was kind of the only one that supported mm-hmm. her at the time. Oh yeah. He had come in that morning and that first day and said, uh, "Anyone who thinks this is more than you can handle is less than." the kind of person you need in your life. And he like oh, remembered the really quote. And I was like, oh, that also is just kind of like good in general. Like mm-hmm. and with kind of with everybody stuff that's going on with everyone, right? Like Yeah. If people don't think you can handle it, whatever. So yeah. I had Keith, but that also could have just been because I was mad at Ellie and trying that's not fair. to listen. That's valid. <laughs> Honestly, I was so annoyed about that quote. I was like, are you serious? Like hardcore. <laughs> so, as I said, a lot of conflicting feelings in this episode because yeah. there were a lot of other moments that where it reframed yeah. <laughs> would have been really good. <laughs> but it all centered on Ellie, and I just can't stand her. I know. And then, like, what? What happens now? As we say every time, but I'm just like, I don't. Again. Yeah. Well, then we have like this like rainstorm, sadness, dying, and then now we end up with cheerleaders oh, and the road yeah. bug thing. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> like <laughs> the switch in tone is a little bit. Uh, well, and then immediately jarring. like fifteen and sixteen, it's gonna be like oh downhill. Like <laughs> yeah, we get this one little little like fluffy episode in between. Oh, yeah. Damn. Well, I guess if you're ready for some cheerleading fashion chaos, which I'm assuming is going to happen because of the whole, like, Brooke and Rachel, New York slash whatever the other thing is, it's going to be a whole thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, Charlotte, right? Oh, man. I feel like I don't, yeah, it doesn't even say anything about anything else. It's all just kind of about. Yeah, it's all. It's going to focus on Brooke and. I think so. The cheerleading versus the fashion. For sure. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. We're getting really close to those other episodes. Yep. Not ready. We're real close. Like, I mean, we have this episode, and then the one after it is leading us right in. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back next week. Get your pom-poms and your fabric bolts, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Oh,